it's the podcast that's also your valentine. What do you want, honey? Because we will get it, because we love you. It's Power Roll. And eventually, you you know, so you make your way on the road and you make your way further into the desert. You come to another one of the outdents, and as the sun is setting, you stop for the night overlooking the desert. And this night, as everything's being prepared, you have them you know, sort of making food and all sitting uh, on the bridge. You see off in the distance. In front of us, behind us. In front of you. As you're looking sideways from the bridge, looking up north. Yes, okay. North east. That's good that job makes, you did all that hiking. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Conrad's parents for making him hike. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for not listening to this podcast where we say <laughs> terrible things. <laughs> yeah. You see just far off a giant, you saw the silhouette of a dragon. Holy fuck. <laughs> flying across the desert. And it's just beautiful. It, and terrifying, yeah. but it's so far away that it seemed. Hmm? Um. It, so the carriage that we're like traveling in is it just like plain wood? Yeah, it's it's, it's basically a, a sort of dark oak. I take it it's getting dusty and stuff. Can I actually take my chalks and draw the dragon on the side of it? Yeah, yeah. No, you you can uh, roll performance. See how good a rendition it is. Nice. Eighteen. So you you draw sort of the silhouette. Of yeah. the dragon. It's a bit sort of impressionist, not detailed, but sort of. It look it looks nice, uh, and it, it sort of brightens up the carriage a bit, which was looking rather dry before. And it, and more importantly, it can be washed off real quick. <laughs> Is this in the morning? Yeah, I think so. I think Greg's gonna come out and see it, and hand you a plate of simple food. Looks nice. Are you naming the carriage now? Uh, no, I thought I thought it's best to leave that to to the kids actually. <laughs> plan. <laughs> Jack! Oh, oh, uh, Kia? hello. <laughs> Aww. Alright, uh, yeah? Does Kia come out as well? Yeah, yeah. Ion's just finished up this lovely drawing, and I thought about naming the carriage, just something silly, you know, like you do when you're uh, on a trap, a big adventure. Uh, but we thought so we'd let you guys discuss it. Yeah, so we're taking votes for names, and we want to know by tomorrow what we're going to call it, so I can put right. it on the side. Oh. We'll, we'll give you guys a second to yeah. have a look. And we sort of pack up. And head in when you're on. head in when you're ready to go, and then we'll both we'll both leave. <laughs> yeah. Can I kind of add before? Sorry. Yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Um, at, at some point before this, can I try and catch Ayun and just go? You know, you know a snake. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you please not keep killing it? Can you make it be less creepy? Yeah, I don't seem to have much control over what it looks like, but... Then there's nothing I can promise, and I... <laughs> <laughs> can I make it less creepy? Well, yes, but actually no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, after a, a tiresome day, you know, you're closer to the city. But you will settle down for the night, and it, it's calm. Nothing really of note this time, apart from, you know, there are some travellers that 
come the other way. There, there are some uh, that stop for a moment and ask Dr. Gainsborough about, you know, the conditions that of the travel so far. <laughs> I was going to say for directions, but it's only one big road. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the, the sort of if there are any sandstorms and such, and you notice that one of them is wearing a disguise. A magical okay. disguise. I, illusion. Magic. I also can read lips. They are just having a normal conversation with, okay. with Dr. Gainsborough, but one of them is disguised. Greg would definitely be probably at the front sitting there, just like with a sword looking mercenary As soon as they stop, you know, as soon as they start to walk away from talking to mm-hmm. Dr. Gainsborough, I'll go over to him and say about the whichever one it was of them who oh, had a disguise on. Okay, so it was, it was a Sun Elf man. Use your telepathy while they're talking. I don't know how... Actually, is this on the instances where you, you think, that's a magical disguise, and you think, oh fuck, yeah, that's I a magical disguise, is, and he goes... You have so I was just like... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, no, that's, that's very that excited there. Who do you say, who, so who do you send the tel- telepathy to? Dr. Gainsborough. I'll stand there and just go, oh, you should be careful of that. We should in disguise. And you sort of, like, <laughs> stunned for a moment. I love warlocks, okay. <laughs> Deception, okay. And so you can see that he then reaches in his uh, jacket pocket and pulls out the goggles. goggles. Yeah. And starts... Uh, he, yeah, with, <laughs> pulls out a gun. He pulls out his glock. <laughs> with, with a bit, bit of cloth from his glasses case, he starts to sort of slowly clean the goggles and he holds them up for a second as he's talking to these two people. And then he, he puts the goggles away. <laughs> and then uh, he's, you know, he eventually says goodbye to them and then they start to continue on. I still don't know I've managed that. I think that when <laughs> Dr. Gainsborough like, opens the back of the van to like let us know what's going on, Jack is like got like a foot up and he's got a uh, like a kitchen spatula and I'm like fending him off with two forks we're having like a mock like fencing battle in the back of the thing that's really sweet uh, Jack, Jack, no, not with the cutlery. I, 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 oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it was I, I, Ewan's idea. And I'm like, <laughs> and I shove like a fork into my uh, elbow space. Armpit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so into your elbow space. <laughs> elbow space would be like here. Yeah. Isn't not... the elbow space a primary erogenous zone? <laughs> the elbow space is a great band, actually. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um, I put. I shove a fork in my armpit and I go, and I say, it's not my fault, I'm dead. (laughs) Of course, I can see it. It was a massacre. Well done. Terrible wound. Well done, Jack. (laughs) Kia. Yes? What was that? Did you cast message? No. What are you talking about? You, you, You talked to me. About the disguise there. Oh, yeah, I noticed there was someone in the disguise, so I just... How did you let me know? I didn't realise I did. I just thought you should probably watch out, but... I didn't well, know I you. heard your voice. It was very clear. Huh. And that man was wearing a disguise. A human disguised as a sun elf does not bode well. Kia, I tell you what. I'm going to go stand outside, and I want you to try and talk to me. Uh, okay. Okay, and he goes and, like, he closes the door, and he stand, yeah, goes and walks out a little bit. I'm, I'm like uh, massaging um, Kia's shoulders and I'm like, you got this, you got this, it's good, it's good we can do this. Yeah, I just sort of stare through at Dot's game for and just, hello, can you hear me? You don't hear anything. And through the window, Dr. Gainsborough just puts two thumbs up and he, so you can see him rush back to the back and open the door again. <laughs> well, so you can cast message then, but I couldn't reply. Um... I, I, I'm not casting anything. I'm just thinking words and uh, thinking about... Try doing it to Greg. He's outside. Else. Yeah, I just sort of look at Greg and just think, Hey, Greg, can you hear me? You see Greg look up for a sec and just <laughs> smile and shake his head and then... <laughs> <laughs> I love Greg. <laughs> 
was 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 that effective? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Hey, Greg, if you can hear me, can you come in back and talk to us? You see Greg look confused and kind of do a double take backwards <laughs> and then look at his sword and kind of look around for a second to see if no one, no one else is nearby. Then he jumps down and comes to the back and goes, <laughs> I just had the thought I'd come and see you. I think I, it sounded like you. But huh, it did work. Well, Everything this okay? Is, yeah, it, no, yes, everything is fine, Greg. <laughs> We've just discovered that Kia has the ability to send messages across distance uh, at will. Mm. This I mean, is very interesting. In all fairness, a paper bird can also do that. Before, when you uh, you rescued Chesa from the Nolts. Oh, yeah. That's well, how I knew to come really... find you. Yes. I heard your voice in my head. That's how I came to find you. Oh, wow. That was actually different, wasn't it? That was message. That was different. That was message well, from the hat. the same shit. Oh, same fine. Same yeah, difference to me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a barbarian. <laughs> I don't give up. Yeah, you wouldn't know, but... Uh, oh, no, no, no. That was a bit different, actually. Um... Oh. That I was specifically concentrating on trying to talk to you using my hat. It's a bit weird. Sometimes it allows me to cast wonderful things. Wonderful arcane focus there. Quite special. Yes, uh, my mum gave it to me. Oh, that's 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 very sweet. Okay, just turns around <laughs> and walks back to his post. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, so let's settle down for the night. But at least we know that this situation of yours comes of perks, eh? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. It's, it um, seems good for me. <laughs> do, do you want to tell Dr. Gainsborough what your wizard spellcasting was like before the book? I mean, yeah, before this book it was non-existent, basically. I mean, from our discussions of the arcane, that was evident. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> I'm, I'm not insulting. I, I just, uh, I'm not insulting your intelligence, just your uh, lack of knowledge about the arcane. Which um, I was surprised at to begin with, considering uh, some, that I had seen you cast things such as poison spray without understanding the mechanics of how poison magic functions. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand most of these. I just sort of, I don't know, I think about what I would like to happen and sometimes it works. I mean, that sounds preferable to hours and hours in a library, I must admit. Uh. I mean, some, some things take a bit more time, you know, I have to think a bit more. Um, like, I've, I have actually managed to get a familiar as well. Oh? Um, so I've had the snake basically crawl around my arm, but in my sleeve, because mm. my sleeve's quite baggy, so I just kind of get it to poke its head out. <laughs> oh, well. I don't... <laughs> I, I can't... I don't seem to be able to choose what form it takes but right but you've managed to summon uh, it's definitely a familiar it doesn't I mean he waves his hand out not fey fiend or celestial however huh it seems well well different nonetheless it is a familiar you have managed to cast fine familiar I can I can quite only see what's its name <laughs> You've been building for that for ages, haven't you? <laughs> Waiting for you to name it so we can kill it again. No. <laughs> Stop killing it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really given it much thought because I didn't know if it had its own name. And to be honest, I haven't had it around very much. And I just kind of glare at you. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, are you giving me shade after the week that we've had? <laughs> um, I don't think so. You will be grounded without pudding. Well, can I say that that is is obviously a, a, a wizard, even though it's it's uh, different 
That is a spell that I recognise, and you have competently cast that. Well done. Thanks. I you, think... You're very welcome. Uh, I, I'm sure you're capable of studying the arcane. You seem to be very detrimental about your facts, and I understand that when you get something that makes it easier, it, it's me. It, it, it's You can easily want to fall into shortcuts, but you don't have to. I mean, to be honest, all I wanted to do is just be able to do something. I've... Well, you've done that. So, uh, look, I'm telling you what. Let's work together, and I'll try and uh, teach you um, just a tad of wizard magic rather than warlock. How about that? I mean, we can give it a go, but I was studying it for years and never managed anything. Well, if, if you want, I can uh, try and tutor you personally. I understand that they have uh, large class sizes in the, the academy. Perhaps some one-on-one tutelage would, would help you better. It's worth a shot, at least. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, we're on the road anyway, so... Great. Well, I look forward to it. Let's get some rest for now, though. Good night, all. Yeah, that, that, that night passes and it fades to the day and Dr. Gainsborough is out front um, and uh, Jack sits with him this time. You know, the three of you are left in the carriage for the day as you head further down the road. And eventually, you know, this, going through the same landscape, you know, amusing yourselves in various ways, another day passes and another night. And it, it, it's, it's pleasant. There's, there's an overarching feeling of, you know, there, there are these problems, but on the road, things don't seem as bad. But Ayun, the whole day, mm. you feel as though things are, are chasing you, as if there's something behind you, as if you can't see it. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Ayun has this feeling that he's in trouble for almost dying and letting someone else use the sword. Mm. But as Ayun's pondering this by the fire, Dr. Gainsborough comes over, you know, with, with a, a, a meal, a, a sort of bowl of stew prepared by Greg, and hands it uh, over to Ayun and says, So, Ayun, I mentioned briefly before um, a lot of these issues started to arise, um, that sword of yours, may I have a look at it? I don't think that you're allowed to touch it. What do you mean? I've never let anyone touch my sword before. And I had it out of my... I'm sorry! Damn it, Ali! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry! It's my first time. Disgustingly inappropriate <laughs> jokes. You know, this table, right? We try and keep of a certain level of decorum. And it's, it's always Ali! It's, it's ridiculous how you can't seem to <laughs> keep a straight fucking face. <laughs> For one second. <laughs> you good? I'm good. I let go of it for a grand total of three minutes, and I think that may be the worst I've ever felt in my life. And then I managed to say one word that almost uh, killed three people. Right. You, well, you understand my reluctance. I, I do, but I think that sword of yours has untapped potential. I can improve it if you give me the chance, if you give me a day to look over it, as I'm going to be in the cart with you the whole time. I'm not sure I can have you touch it. Very well. If you change your mind, know that I, I, I can have a look over it, have you f help you fully understand it, but also I think there's s something in there that it, it seems dampened, it seems like it's an, almost like a training mode. That sounds about right. Mm. Um. 
So I, I pull it out and I like lay it across my lap. And he waves his hand over it. I think that there's probably an inscription on it. What does it say? I think it's it's in Sylvan and it says, um, now and forever, this belongs to you, you belong to me. What does the inscription say? Oh, you, you can't read it. I know Elvish, but Sylvan is beyond me. It's just a, it's just a, a gift thing. Staple things. Uh, enjoy this gift. This, this is an object of significance to you, right? Sorry, if I can hear this, can I roll insight against that? Yes, you can. Thank you. Not natural 20. God damn. Got 16. So you smell bullshit. Well, you know the inscription doesn't say that. Well, I can tell you, I, so this obviously uh, just currently is, is a rapier that um, is cold and magical, but uh, <laughs> not particularly... It, it's not much stronger than a nice rapier. I would say also that this has the potential for some unlocked abilities. This is a dampened version of a frost brand, and I would be able to enhance its effects given the chance. Okay. Um. You know what I said about the moon rock? Yes. That knowing about it would cause you suffering or issue or risk. I still don't entirely understand why, besides, obviously, being pursued by criminals. Well, I feel the same about this blade. It's very special to me, and it's... It's a gift that I should have treasured, and by letting it go, I made a grave mistake, and look what happened. Do you want to share with me who got you this gift? My family. My... Have you, have you ever met someone who looks so deep into your soul that you'll never, you'll never be able to know anything different? My husband, yes. I think at this point he, um, he turns away um, from the fire and he says, um, it was an engagement gift. Um, I see. And I don't know if you've not noticed, but um, I'm not wearing a ring, so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who was the lucky person? I don't... I can't really talk about it. That's fine. If you want to in time, I'm here. Yeah. I'd rather have a shit sword for now that means something. Oh. And he goes... Oh, just leaves. Away. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Gainsborough sort of puts his hand up as if to say something. You see this, Kia. And then he sort of lets out a breath. thinks, you know what, I'm just going to let it go. And then it comes to morning. Any name ideas? Oh, I've I've had one. Um, well, that's it. I've had two. Um, the first one, um, named after my favorite bird, uh, the desert's eagle. It's a solid call. Let's hear the second. Uh, oh. I look at Greg and I'm like, mm. <laughs> 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 the distant dragon. I like that. Mm. Alliterative. Nice. Alliterative. Mm. Cute. I, I mean, I've been a bit distracted, to be honest. Fair enough, then. Well, Which one do you, you prefer? You me come up with Distant Dragon. Well, yeah, okay, but, you, I mean... I mean, it was half your idea. Greg and I share a, a look. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there was a dragon on the side. I can't claim credit for that. Yeah, but you, should, you said we should make it rhyme or something. I mean, you know, I think I... It definitely rhymes. Um, can I... <laughs> I start writing the Distant Dragon and, like... 
big, loopy, like, Sylvan-esque form. Oh, performance again. 19. Yeah, 19. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so the Distant Dragon is, is written. And uh, as, as, you know, as you're talking, eventually the, the road, the, the bridge road, you know, sort of starts to slope down again. And you see it joins a, a sort of road that's on a rockier part of the desert. And you seem to be approaching the city. And Greg's out front. Who wants to sit with Greg? If I sit with Greg, then I leave Kia, and one of us has got to be with Kia. As far as Ayun's aware, not yeah. knowing that I'm actually letting her. In. I'm like, you, you're really, you're fine with it. Yeah, because like, Greg is like the, to... the, the, the dad that's letting the you just child kind of do stand the back, back like smoke cigarettes all. out of the car. Yeah, you just stand back from it all until it gets really bad, and yeah, then you're like, yeah, better yeah, do something. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sit in the front. All right. God damn. So... I don't want to be. I don't want to be trapped in the back with. Dr. Gainsborough all day. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> a bit much. Now. Yeah. He, he seems to enjoy teaching quite a lot. More than anyone else enjoys learning, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I reckon, to be honest, Kia doesn't remember most of this for very long after. Okay, Jack is listening intently. <laughs> and then you two are out front, and it's the same old road. Deserts, not particularly interesting in terms of environmental change. Like chatting away, I and Greg seem to get on really well, so I think it's just more bonding and... Do you think we're going straight into that volcano? What's a... Sorry, a volcano? Yes, you, Greg just looks and points at the the mountain plateaued at the top with, just, I, I imagine, a thin thin wisp of smoke coming out. Yeah, the and you can now see that there, there is lava flowing down the side. So on one side, you know, away from sort of a mountain range. This is going to sound a bit weird. Go on. <laughs> uh, not actually seen a mountain before, and huh. I've not also seen volcanoes where where i live it's it's sort of um it's very flat hmm. so uh uh f- flat flat and hilly so sometimes hilly sometimes flat well uh, well a mountain is like a hill but it stretches right up and pierces the sky and you can climb up it and oh they're wonderful you can see for miles and miles around you know from, from... i don't think i'd want to climb that it looks awful no, that one definitely not. But um, look, the other ones near it—the ones without the you know lava spewing down—right, they look okay. equally dismal. They look- <laughs> it's like this, this this volcanic rock that just seems very intimidating. There are rumours that on the highest peaks of Eagle uh, Eagle Island, you can see all the way to the edge of the world. It's funny. I've never thought about where the world might stop. Me neither, but they have. They've been up there looking and teaching. They're monks that just sit there and contemplate it. But, but anyway, volcano. It's like a mountain, but um, it spews the lifeblood of the earth. The lava, it's molten rock, uh, hotter than the fires of a forge. If where you come from so great, why did you leave? Ah, there were a couple of complications. Some family stuff, some power dynamics. Oh, I know all about that. Yeah. And then it's just like awkward silence for the next hour. I was <laughs> 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 like, I don't want him to ask me any yeah. questions. <laughs> and uh, as as you know, as you're talking, eventually the the road, the, the bridge road, you know, sort of starts to slope down again, and you see it joins a, a sort of road that's on a rockier part of the desert, and you seem to be approaching the city. Okay, as we begin to approach the city. I um, put some water on a piece of cloth and I say, say goodbye, children, and I wipe off the dragon so that we're not... I can draw another one. Um, So that we're not... Well, you can't... You mean you're not... Identifiable. You can't do that from the... 
I will roll an acrobatics to hold on yep, to the outside yep, of the building. Yeah, I was about to say. That's fine. How fast, hold on, how fast do horses trot? Fourteen. Uh, do you manage to sort of brush it off? Uh, yeah, the other two are inside at the moment, so they don't really... I think they probably see me through the window and they're like, the fuck? And yeah. I'm like... But, but as you're doing that, Dr. Gainsborough opens the window next to you and is like, um, do you mind if I, if we stop and I could switch places with you, Onion? Like, literally to your face as you're, like, <laughs> hanging on. I mean, why do we need to stop? And I, like, put, like, <laughs> put myself in through the window and, like, shimmy through Ooh. the window. I don't think I'm as, as good an acrobat as you. Oh, don't. Oh, no, not the books. Oh. And he says that you should, like, stumble through onto a pile of books. Dr. Gainsborough leans out the window and says, Greg! Uh, Greg, do you mind if I take the last bit of this journey as um, I know the way around Baykem and I know where we're going to be sit- staying? Of course, we are under your employ. Uh, wonderful. After all. Uh, are you in, you're in the back, of course. Um, come, Greg, you sit up front with me. I'm sure I'll um, you know, give you the sights. Oh. So, h- how much do you know about Zuzhaj? I can honestly say this is the first time I've heard the name of the city we're heading to. Uh, I, we are, we've talked, I told you the name before. Where would I head? Greg, thinks for a second and goes, yes, yes. Well, um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've not been lying. He's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> it's known as the City of Glass, colloquially. Mm. Um, and, and you see, you're sort of making your way on a road round the mountainside, sort of... Is it built under the volcano? Well, uh, interestingly, it's built um, above the Lake of Fire, they call it. Mm. Um, the City of Glass, it's, it's called because, um, well... You'll see, it's really quite wonderful. Um, but essentially, it's built above uh, the, where the lava pools from the mountain, which has flowed for thousands and thousands of years. Um, uh, it doesn't cool. It uh, seems to be magical in origin. If the lava spewing down the side of the mountain doesn't cool, then where does it end up? Well, that, that's a topic that has been debated, but the Sun Elves uh, don't like to divulge uh, such, inf- such information. Hmm. Weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and as, as you, you, know, you come converse a little bit more, and eventually um, you pull around the mountains, and the mountains give way, and you just see a massive lake of lava, and above it there's large buildings made of made of glass. There's basically tall spires of glass that, that suspend the city above the lava. And there's a woman and she's like brushing her teeth with like her leg up on the bath. And we're like, God, I wish people had curtains as well. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the city of curtains. Yeah. <laughs> city of glass, but no blinds. But it, it's all opaque glass in, oh. in, in, in royal blue and a, and a sort of scarlet red that sort of make- <laughs> And Dr. Gainsborough says to Greg, uh, so actually, you see, it's supposedly, uh, according to myth, this is where the glass was first discovered. And uh, you see the colours, right? The, the, the... Uh, Does that come from uh, different metals added to it? Yes, exactly. Well done. Mm. I see you know a bit about forgery. Or mm. glass blowing. A little bit. <laughs> forging. Forges. Glass blowing. Less glass blowing, more forgery. Forges. Less glass blowing, more forges. I stumbled over my words. Well, the the, the um, scarlet uh, the scarlet color is is uh, primarily copper, you see, and mm. uh, the the um, royal blue color is is a uh, cobalt. Um, supposedly, the cobalt colored uh, um, 
Is it uh, cobalt? Is it cobalt from uh, the mountain? Uh, well, yes, um, uh, and, and uh, it, it's mined there, as, as is the copper. Mm. But you, you know, you will, uh, as, as you're pulling further forward, you realise that you're now, you know, the road is made of glass itself, and is starting to lift you. And all of these, you know, the crowd. I hope this is people, strong enough. <laughs> it's reinforced, and uh, it's it's truly remarkable. The material here is, is as strong as steel, if not stronger. Uh, they make weapons and armor out of it as well. Wish they made iPhone screens out of it. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> a weapon out of it? What, a, a sword out of glass? Yes, it's astoundingly strong. They, they, that's uh, what the most elite warriors in, in the Orate Ar- Empire's armies uh, tend to use. I wonder if I could get hold of one. Oh, After that encounter with the uh, golem in the tomb, I'm starting to think that Old Faithful might not be enough. Well, I, I, I certainly know a place you'd be able to get one, I think. I doubt I'd have the coin for it. Um, but last time I was here, I was um, told uh, that Nubia's Armory is, is the place to look for weaponry. I'll definitely check that out then. Yes. I mean, we're, we are uh, currently headed to Chione's Hot Springs and Guesthouse on the other side of the city near the volcano. And as you're you know, all going through, you, you see the, this beautiful city, these spires of glass, these strange buildings with patterned decoration. And you see that right. uh, basically the, within the lake of fire, there seems to be clumps of rock poking out and they've built like almost like bridges between things. And then from the bridges, there are spires of glass. Sounds like a really dangerous foundation. In all fairness, people still live in De- Venice and that's sinking every year. Well, that's true, but it's not on fire. I mean, it could be. Okay. It's not the opposite problem. Yeah, yeah. that's true. There's <laughs> not enough fire. But no one can start fires, have it? As <laughs> St. Mark's is up to your bleeding waist in the window, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, the, the, it's, it, but it is beautiful. And the, 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 these two colours seem to contrast in such a way that, that you know, there's a consistent style among the entirety of the city. There's also um, clear glass, of course, where you would expect glass to be on buildings. But it looks um, in keeping with the same Tashmasi sort of architecture, but also quite unique. And you go further and further and further and further until you get to sort of more housing districts, which seem to be these small little domed huts, which which are sort of are clustered. And eventually, you reach the actual mountainside, and you turn off slightly uh, until there is a lovely sort of like glass building with uh, that seems to be have a, a, a gate perimeter around it, made made of like a sort of stone that seems to be naturally carved out of the the rock formations, and two glass doors swing open as you approach as if by magic and is it by magic it's by magic <laughs> oh they've got those those automatic sensors <laughs> and it's very fancy it's a very nice travel lodge here <laughs> no not a travel lodge pulling inside you see that there are these these beautiful sort of glass villas uh, there's one big building one big sort of damped building that that dr gainsborough pulls up and parks the car and so uh, Dr. Gainsborough sort of walks towards the main building and he, he um, you know, opens the door and steps inside and uh, you're left to, uh, Greg, you're left to uh, gather up the others. We've reached a safe spot. Um, I'm going to stay here for a little while. Probably stay in the city for maybe a few days, hopefully not too long, but long enough to recuperate. Okay, um, and go to that library. And there's a weapon shop as well. And we start unpacking and getting ready. Okay. And, and so you, you all head inside and Dr. Gainsborough sort of 
you know, sort of gives gives you the keys to your uh, to your rooms. Um, uh, Kia, you get a room to yourself, of course, and the two of you get a room together. It's good to be the only girl, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you all, you know, sort of make you know, make your way to your rooms and start unpacking and rest up for the night. Are the beds comfortable? They are deeply comfortable. Oh. We're like, oh god. After after weeks of sleeping on like bridge, basically. <laughs> a week of sleeping on bridge, and yeah. before it's that, like sleeping sand. sand yeah. yeah, just not as comfortable as it seems it should be. Mm. This these seem to be like proper feather stuffed mattresses, oh, and they they gosh. are they are so nice on your back. And almost as soon as resting your head down, you all drift off to sleep. Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. If you want to leave us a review, iTunes is the best place. You can find all our social media at linkle.com slash powerwordroll. That's L-I-N-K-K-L-E dot com slash powerwordroll. Now, from Conrad, Henry, Annie and myself, thank you, and we'll see you next time. I think that I also, um, go ahead... <laughs> Are you done? Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. God, Henry. Sorry, please continue. And I think that uh, I yoon. F- God damn it, Annie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a really giggly mood today. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> it was a sing along. <laughs>